Yo, what's up, everybody? We are back with episode five of Cleaning Dishes. Straight up. Today, I am here with myself, Mr. Fantastic. I got uh, Thomas here. And today, we have a special guest with us. This is one of our homies, our uh, Ace Boon Coon, for those who don't know, y'all you know I mean? Cool? <laughs> that's, that's all old terminology. Mm-hmm. The homie, the homeboy, man in shit. school. Mm-hmm. My man, young entrepreneur, the young god, the god MC. Talk that shit. Aaron Forney. What's hey, up? Hey, what's hey, up, yeah. people? What's up? All right. Happy I'm, to be on the show. All right. Glad you are here. Glad you are here today. We got a special thing. Um, earlier this week, Anthony Bourdain. Uh, died. Uh, didn't die. He uh, he uh, committed suicide. Yes, yeah. Anthony Bourdain committed suicide, um, which is actually a big shock. Mm-hmm. And then there was a uh, Kate, Kate Spade, Spade died. also committed suicide. Yep. And uh, it obviously it brought around a lot of awareness. It's bringing about awareness of mental health mm-hmm. and of how it doesn't affect just the poor but also the rich. And uh, then you say you muted this job. It was a laptop shit. Hold on. Hold on. You guys see both of us. That was so angry. Right as we was getting into shit. That door was flowing, and you go bing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, but um, so I'm gonna start over. Hi, my name. No, I'm playing. Uh, but we got to so um, we want to talk about that today. Today, uh, mental mental health. Or mental health awareness, um, and we'll just start. We'll get right into it. We're gonna get mm-hmm. get into it. It might be a little heavy this episode. I don't know for sure. Uh, I don't know if people are gonna respond with things. So I just I'll ask a few questions. Y'all can just answer. Mm-hmm. We'll start with you, uh, uh, Thomas. I was gonna say ugly. I swear. No. Actually, let the guests go first. Um, <laughs> so when was there a point in time where you felt that you were experiencing uh, mental health? I don't mm-hmm. say issues, but I guess just dealing with whatever depression or just going through a rough patch uh i would say i don't know if i've had too many but definitely a few times um i would say when i lost my job the first time like working somewhere that you really enjoy working and kind of having this plan for your life Mm -hmm. set up in your head Mm -hmm. a lot of times life will just throw wrenches at all the shit you thought you had planned so this is probably I want to say 2012, 2013. I'm real bad with years, sorry. Oh, like, years year, of drinking. About. <laughs> years, <laughs> years of drinking. Years of drinking. They just together. The first time I lost my job, um, it wasn't bad at first, but I think after you go through a spell of not having a job, so let's say three or four weeks, mm-hmm. I saw some statistic, especially amongst men, where you, you do start to go through this depression because I think ingrained in us is kind of like this provider kind of mentality or at least it's certainly for myself so i think just a not even so much not having the money but not having like um a routine every day right so you're just you're you know a lot of times i was just at home in my own thoughts and like right you know looking you know you end up looking scruffy because you know you're trying to save your money you know you don't got your your haircut going and then so you you don't have a job now then no. <laughs> Why, really, really? Really? Anyway. I know he's going to break out my whole story. Continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for this uh, guy. Anyway, so. I'm going to let him go ahead and laugh. Yeah, like, let him have go his moment. Let him have his moment. Go ahead. You, I'm mad. You so rare right now, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm You was waiting on that one, huh? He was waiting on that one. Somebody men don't talk. Exactly. Yep. See? see we, we're, this is a serious thing. We talk about mental health. So and see, and he started cracking jokes. We just want... 
See now, now See, I got something. I, was, I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware. <laughs> now I am. Now I'm aware. I'm bringing it back. Anyway, so let me let me get to the point of it. It's just um, I think for me, like I definitely got out of my routines that I would do. So um, that'll probably be later in the podcast. But I got out of my routines, and it was just being at home a lot and being in my own thoughts a lot, and just it's almost too much time to just sit there and think. And mm, you know, when you have these plans in life, and you start to feel like you're not going to reach them. Um, especially in our society, you know, capitalism, where everybody is kind of a lot of people are trying to achieve certain things. Or you always feel like once you get to this place, you got to go to that place. Then mm-hmm. once you get there, you got to go there. Then once you get there, you got to go there, and you kind of take yourself out of it, and you're just sitting around. And you're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> like, true. Yeah. So that was probably the first time. And then this last time was like um, before I started my current job. So last year, same thing. Lost my job. Um, I work in tech, so a lot of times, you know, it could be very up and down with tech and one day you could be at a company where they think they're going to be the next whatever the hot thing is and the next day everyone gets let go so mm-hmm. so yeah i got let go and um this one was it wasn't as bad but i mean it was i was out of a job for like a month and a half and you know it went through it went through the holidays uh thanksgiving and christmas so it did yeah so i felt real bad especially like with family and being in a relationship and like not being able to things I want to do for those people mm-hmm. even though you know they know you love them and all that a piece of you still is like show it. You damn know. yeah it, it was probably like the I wouldn't say the worst Christmas but it was like I just was I was fine but I wasn't like how I usually am the spirit, you know? it's the, spirit the, definitely the, is the spirit was yeah. definitely gone for that Christmas so yeah. pun intended I would say that that was probably for me I mean I think we all go through times where we might feel a little off or whatever, and I think I honestly feel like that's normal as humans. Like, yeah. I think okay. we go through those times. Um, so, those are two I could at least identify off top. Mm. Yeah, for sure. To your point, mm. um, I would say the job is now the 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 modern form of the being a hunter gatherer, and then that that is mm-hmm. that is what we were supposed to be as men way back when we were hunters and gatherers. We we got the food, and that's, that's how we did it. Was right. jobs. So when you don't have a job, you definitely would feel you. You should feel stuck away. You should be like, damn, like it's going to eat you up, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you go from a place of live of living to just existing. You're just there. Yeah. And that's what happens. Yeah. So we're just we're just there. You you you're trying to get a schedule. You went from having this. I'm do A B C mm-hmm. D. Now you're just. Yeah. I don't know. ABC you, or yeah, you don't have any of those things. So like, yeah, your, your world is definitely warped. Up. It's warped, and so it it's definitely understandable why you go into that mode. Right. Um, now, what did you do to get, or uh, yeah, what did you so, do to get out of that mode? Yeah, um, I think so. What kind of started slipping me into that mode? What I was talking about is like getting out of my routines that I usually mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I mean, working out is usually something that I like to do and I feel like it keeps my it keeps me in a good mood it keeps me feeling positive I mean you get you release you get the endorphins and whatnot from actually working out so that's one of the things um, other than that also doing kind of like my entrepreneurial stuff um, I guess it just I like the feeling of feeling like I have freedom outside of just what I do you know for a living so I think those two things and also just being around friends I mean being around people who a inspire you and people who want to see you do good Mm -hmm. Um, I would say if you got negative people in your life and people who you not sure if they actually want you to do good or bad and you know they talking negative to you or try to make you feel like you're less like I've had people like that in my life and I have no problem 
whatsoever just cutting those kind of people out of your life you know um, so I would say the company you keep man um, whatever your routine is if it's not working out whatever but find those things that make you feel good mm -hmm. hopefully there's something out there that's besides just drugs and stuff Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know if we want to get into that, but no, no, okay, <laughs> okay. What you say? Now, but, you you touch bases on mm -hmm. entrepreneurial uh, or being an entrepreneur, and mm -hmm. I mentioned that earlier. That takes a lot of a strong mental attitude yeah. to be able to say, "I'm gonna start this business." Mm -hmm. And what what clicked for what what made you say, "Okay, I'm gonna start this business," and what made you keep your head in the game? Because it's hard to start yeah. things and you come down and you go back up, and you were able to keep kind of continuing yep. going. What made you be able to do those things? Okay. So what made me want to do it or what made me continue to do what it? What made you want to do it and then what made you okay. con be able to continue doing it? I think um, that's a good question. I would say originally um, having in our group of friends or whatever, um, you know, one of our friends, Dan, I think definitely he helped me start it off. Mm -hmm. um, like when I came out of school, I was doing like 3D modeling or whatever and I would have, you know, Dang, side oh, gigs. Man. Yeah. I would do uh, side gigs and stuff and Dan kind of, he was like, well, he wanted us to start this YouTube channel and then eventually start a website and kind of sell tutorials and stuff. Yeah, I remember that now. Okay. And I mean, I've always been interested in it. So that kind of started my like journey towards doing that. But mm -hmm. I would just say, man, reading books and then with like YouTube. You know, seeing all these people like you who are doing things, mm -hmm. and that could it, it could work two ways because that can motivate you, but it could also put you in that depression where yeah. you see someone who, <laughs> who who is just like you, and they're like, "Fuck it, I don't got no excuses. I'm gonna make this shit work." And then you look at yourself like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Like, yeah, yeah. I make a whole bunch of excuses. Like, you know, you got a lot of people like that. So anyway, I would say those things, along with like I said, like the YouTube stuff, and it kind of it made me understand. Um, being on the two sides of like being either a consumer or like a producer Facts. and a lot of times in life you realize you just you're just a consumer and you never think like I can make something about that other side yeah. of being the producer of the whatever it is so I think getting a peek into like well what side do I want to be on like I am a consumer of course we all we all have things we have to have and want to have so anyway so seeing that other side I was just kind of like well this, oh, this is really interesting I mean I have some talent in different areas why not try to produce things and like try to bring in other money besides just what I get from work right. especially working in tech like I said I've been let go twice almost three times so yeah. Dang. you know you gotta you gotta kind of have something else going just in case that hustle. yeah that does make a lot of sense yeah, yeah. Wow. but I'll give some credit like I said I give some credit to our friend Dan too he definitely like helped me start like seeing like well why not use the, the abilities I have to kind of do other things, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what about you? What were some things that, Thomas, talking to you now, what were some okay. things that you experienced? All right, so for those that don't know, I deal with uh, depression, my own my own personal depression at times. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but it has been times where I thought about committing suicide, whether it's been uh, mm -hmm. last three months or if it's been like times in the past. So I don't know if I knew it or not, but yeah. I mean, not verbally, but oh, are we supposed to give our feedback? Yeah, you can. Right? Okay, yeah. I would say not verbally, but I mean, definitely body language wise. I mean, yeah, I could, yeah. I could see like you was going through some stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you, you've told you told me before verbally. Mm. Oh, oh wow, I'm pretty open with you. Mm. Not like that. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we all started for me was similar to what you were talking about. Uh, I was working at Amazon for six years. 
Fuck Amazon. So, uh... Get it off my chest. I should have said that, huh? Anyway. <laughs> you just bought stuff off Amazon like last week. Like, what do you mean? Huh? Exactly. <laughs> so I bought you and two people here Amazon Prime members? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it's, it's a monster. I gotta mm. deal with it. But anyway, like... True. I got good deals. Anyway. True. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, so, I was working at Amazon for six years. I didn't get uh, a promotion. I wasn't uh, selling. And everything I was trying to do, it seemed that, like, I couldn't... I couldn't, I couldn't just proceed forward. I just had to be, like, an ant worker. And, uh... I guess I didn't, know, I didn't know I was dealing with depression until, like, it got to a point where my whole personality started changing. Like, I wasn't who I, uh... Who I wanted to be or who I thought it was or anything. I was just, how were you... How exactly were you able to tell that it changed? Like, did someone alert you? Or did you just notice it in yourself? Like, what were you doing different? That's a good question. Uh, it just got to a point where... Uh, you know how you ever you ever say to yourself like oh I haven't done this in a long time or you haven't you like I haven't had that food in a long time you like I haven't smiled or just enjoyed like my own company in a long time and you get to the point where you're like damn like who am I now and that's where uh, that's where I first got that uh, the thought of like maybe something is like more than what it is for myself but I never really acknowledged it until I'm gonna say recently in like taking all things into consideration mm-hmm. it wasn't so recently so like when you say recently like months or like years years like the last okay. two years I finally was like I may I'm gonna say last year I was like I may have a, I may have an issue mm-hmm. and uh, with all this music that's been coming out as far as like depression and just like dealing with uh, mental health that has helped also um, I mean just recently I've been getting better about it like I told you like too long ago I was like I've been smiling more I've been more uh, I guess you could say happy but I also mm. feel like there's a difference between being sad and being depressed. Like, depression hit me where, like, uh, I'm just, like, I wake up and I'm okay, and then somehow it just hits me. And I'm, like, just, like, I'm not trying to fuck with the day. Mm. And I mean, it can happen at work. It can happen uh, on the bus. It just hits you. Mm. Uh, sorry. Um, I will say definitely I've noticed, like, I think I told you a couple weeks ago, I was, like, I was, like, you low-key are getting a bit like I don't I don't want to call it getting better but like I've noticed like a change like you've been out more like because before a while like you wasn't like we would do stuff but like it was like you wouldn't come yeah you yeah. know you obviously was invited but it's like recently I've noticed you've been like around more and kind of like like you said like finding moments that you could just let yourself or it can allow you to just enjoy the moment you know yeah it, it's, it definitely took a while like uh I say it's one of the recent things where it's like, uh, at the time we all went out to the club, or whatever. I was like, mm-hmm. I want, I want us to do that. And uh, oh yeah, what else did we, we do? That was wild. I was like, this was Thomas' idea. When I found out, <laughs> I was like, what? I, 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 I really? like things like that. I, I like being more of in the back, than being in the front, mm. or just like in the middle. It depends. I'm gonna be pause. So what I want to ask mm-hmm. you in particular is what is something that for when you're going through those kind of phases, what is something that as your friends or and other people that are close to you, what is something that we can do to better help you in that situation? I know for some people it's well go you wait, 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 wait. I know some people are just like they just want to be left alone, but then they get into a worse spot and you're like, right. oh, yeah, shoot, yeah, like maybe yeah. you should have done that. Like yeah. so what what do you, what what's something that helps you? So with me, it was moments where I wanted to be left alone, but there are also times where it's like, yo, I need, I, I want somebody to look out for me. I want somebody to be like, hey, you okay? You want to talk about it? Mm-hmm. So it has to be that, like I said, medium, like a, 
trying to think. Like, whenever I see somebody in the funk, it's like, you want to talk about it? And they say no. That's normally a response. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if you want to talk about it, let me know. I'm here. I ain't that far away. Either I'm a phone call or you walk up to me and, like, ask me what you need to ask me. I don't mind. Because I always think back on the times I was in that situation. And it was like, like you said, like, what, what, what would I want somebody else to do for me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just that, uh... Okay. Just an offering of that hand, like not don't don't force yourself on upon anybody. Just like hey, like I don't know what you're going through, but at the end of the day, if you want to talk about it, I got you. Mm-hmm. And if not, I got you on that too. I respect that also. That's what uh, that's, that's what would help me. I don't know about anybody mm-hmm. else, but I definitely uh, feel like a lot of times some people can go through that moment. Okay, that's yeah. a good approach. I say for myself, like I feel like I'm a good listener, but at the same time, at times. It's hard to have those conversations. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I always feel like awkward inside. And that's probably just <laughs> yeah. me not yeah. knowing how to deal with it. You know, like yeah. like we kind of were saying in the group text, it's like the way we grow up as like African American men and men in general, it's like mm-hmm. emotions are something that you shouldn't ever put out there. And nevertheless, yeah. something you shouldn't share with people. That's a reference to the episode, was that three? <laughs> I think it was. Episode three. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is uh, very true, you know? So, in those situations, like, I'm always feel like I feel like I should help, but then I'm like, I don't know. And then also, I know what's as bad is like I try to solve people's problems, which sometimes they don't want that, you know? They just want you to listen. Yeah. And I feel like I have this tendency to try to be like, well, why don't you do this or do that and you'll be fine? But it's, you know, I know it's not that simple. So sometimes I'm like, I'm probably not the person they should talk to. (laughs) So I'm like, I won't even engage with it, even though deep down, I'm like, fuck, I should. Because, you know, you don't want, you don't want nothing bad to happen to nobody. But it's like, it's, it's hard to have those convos but they're very necessary and I wouldn't you know I wouldn't want anything like that to happen to anyone I cared about yeah so, mm. I sometimes find myself in those same situations where uh, I consider myself to be a smart dude and do both until I am so a lot of times when you get presented <laughs> they <lie>. with, with, <laughs> as you say mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes when you get presented with problems you almost that are complicated you do kind of treat them. I find myself treating like a puzzle I try I can figure yep. this out and sometimes I, I just forget to be like Hey, do you want to talk about this? Do you want my input? Or right. just because sometimes you assume we automatically assume that because someone's telling me something, it's because they want me to have an answer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, they just want you to actively listen. Just, yep. just, just listen to them. Just okay, and just listen yep. to them. And so I've been. That's something I struggle with. Is like I, yeah, I'm always talking about. Well, I got the answer right here, and yep. everything's easier said than done. You know, that's that's Fair that's, that's kind of how that goes. Um, I think sorry to cut you off I think I've learned um, in a relationship where it was like um, someone had things they were going through and it was that and I was always trying to solve it and they're just in my head I'm like I just told you how you could get rid of that problem Mm -hmm. but they're Mm -hmm. like but they got mad they got madder when I would tell them that and Uh that's kind of the first time I was like this person probably doesn't need me to try to solve their problems. They probably just need me to listen. And um, when you do like this, the seven habits training, they call it empathic listening, basically, where they tell you one of the main rules is don't try to solve people's problems. They're like, basically, the technique is like you listen and then you respond back with um you kind of almost repeat what they said. Mm-hmm. So to make sure you're understanding it the way they want you to understand it. Uh, and yeah. I've been trying to like incorporate that more because I'm like, shit, that's that's me yeah. to a T. Like I don't, I don't <laughs> listen to people's shit. I'd be like trying to solve their shit. Yeah, I, I do that sometimes. I'm learning, and when you do that too, a lot of times what happens is instead of you giving them an answer, they find it for themselves. It leads them to kind of, as you um, ask the question, they go, they, they go to repeat it like, 
well, no, that's not what I mean. And then they, yep. they reiterate another way. Right. Yep. And then they kind of go and go and say, like, oh, you know what? I just figured it out. And then they kind of they go on yep. about their business and they, they resolve the issue and you and you still get the satisfaction of feeling like hey I solved something for somebody mm-hmm. although you really didn't do any work and they that's real they yeah. do it themselves so it's kind of like the parent thing when your parent tell you some shit and they know from their life experience don't do that <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah. but you don't listen and then you do it and you like fuck they was right it's kind of like yeah don't be the parent like yeah you know be, use that empathic listening yeah yeah that's what's up. yeah yeah I, I definitely that's something I definitely need to work on because I'm definitely always like. <laughs> and, like, and if that's like the information that you're giving them is wrong it's just that it's not right for them right mm-hmm. and so it's like okay you just gotta take that and by alright well that's, that's not for you then I'm not I'm not gonna get that unless you just figure that out and then mm-hmm. they go about the business and they're a lot happier and y'all can still be friends and do what you gotta do and yeah, no fighting over words and shit yeah mm-hmm. cause uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happen a lot in this house <laughs> oh boy what did you do what did I tell you yeah <laughs> 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 yeah, no. Um, because we're talking about experiences and stuff, and as we're talking about things mm-hmm. like that, I was dealing with the situation not too long ago. You were there, and I got a phone call, and someone yeah. close to me gives me a phone call, and they're like, "This was tough. This was tough for me because it's a phone call. I'm not, I'm not expecting this person. Never really calls me, and it starts. Let me start over. It starts mm-hmm. from like a day before I think it was the mm-hmm. day before or earlier that same day actually. That's what I, mm-hmm. okay. I get a phone call from somebody, and. I'm like, hey, what's up? They, they ran up. They say, they first they text me, hey, you available? I was like, yeah. And, then I, and they call me immediately. And I'm like, okay, this person never calls me. So mm-hmm. I was like, what's going on? I start talking to this person. And they basically are just crying into the phone like, yo, I can't do this no more. I can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. And that was like, and I'm like, just stop doing it. Like, I'm, I don't know what's going on. In my head, I'm like, stop <laughs> yeah. doing that thing then. And then mm-hmm. it finally clicked what they were talking about. And I'm like, holy cow. And so it basically trying to be a suicide call yeah mm-hmm. and they called me and i dog i did not know what to do i was like what so i'm just talking to this person talking to this person and i knew enough to know that everything i was saying to them was not getting through because right. of the answers they were giving me but i knew it bought me time i was trying to buy time mm-hmm. and um it bought me enough time they said they were cool and they were like they text me i'm cool okay because i was at work when i got the call right so i'm like trying to you know i mean so uh they said they're cool they're all right they're whatever whatever mm-hmm. And the whole day I go through, I'm like, what do I do? Because they don't, they don't, they ask me not to call the police. They ask me not to get the people involved. And so you, this person's close to me. So I don't want to betray their trust. Mm-hmm. But then I don't want to, um, I don't want to not do that. And then some shit pop off and I'm like, well, damn, I knew. Why didn't I stop it? That's real. So mm-hmm. it put me in a, it put you, it put them, them and myself in a tough spot. And yeah. I was like, what mm-hmm. do I do? And then, so I was like, all right, maybe I'll keep in contact with them throughout the day and see how things are going. And things seem to be going better or whatever. Um, and then later on that same day, like this, at this point, it was like morning when I got the first call. Right. Now it's night. And at this point, this person is like, they, they were talking about suicide before. Now they're ready to commit it. Right. And I am like, oh, holy shit. So at this point, I'm like, fuck it. I got to call the police I gotta call the police I gotta keep them on the phone and try to get somebody to call the police and stuff and bro you talking about being not knowing how to deal with mental like I Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do and I felt bad because the more it was going on the more my energy was draining and the more you're like I don't know what to do I don't know what to do and they lost so they're looking for you for guidance and you're just as lost as they are Right. and so I can't tell you that I don't know what to do and then true man that's what that's what scares me about like interjecting in those situations because I'm like it's like that like you said it's like the energy it's like not only the energy but like the guilt 
that I would fail if somebody like did something to themselves. Like, Dude. I don't know if I could like ever. I guess I could, but it was like I feel like it'd be hard. To, I don't know if I ever be able to get over something like that, especially you know someone close to you. It's like yeah, because you that, like you said that that guilt would eat at you like crazy. Right. Like, did I do the right thing? I mean, I did this Did I do the right thing? What should I have done differently? And that plays in your head over and over, mm-hmm. and you'll never know because you don't get to ask them anymore. They're mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, and so you're just like, well, fuck, like you know. So man, I've been wanting to, I've been wanting to figure out a way to to learn more about about it. But I noticed that in school, it's funny because they don't teach that in schools. Like you would think I they would. Know. With that, with it being yeah. something as as big of a thing, especially in America, is it being as mm-hmm, big yeah. as it is here? That's crazy. As, as rates have gone up and stuff, you would think they would start to teach or have a club for it. Or not maybe not clubs. You want what would you call that? You know, like that's kind of weird. But suicide club. That I'm saying. I ain't joke. I'm saying like, that's true. I had a real bad joke. Oh my! I'm, uh, you had a joke. I didn't have a joke. I know what you're gonna say. I'm not gonna do it. That's that's terrible. That's terrible. This is not that show. Dear God. Yeah, I kind of set that up. I'm sorry, Um, but no, it. um, I feel like that is something that needs to be taught, and maybe it's just a personal thing they do, and they, I don't know, something mental health. I don't know, but it's something that needs to be addressed because this is crazy, bro. Honestly, I feel like we're getting there in the next five to ten years. I wouldn't be surprised if not only we have counselors, more counselors available at schools, but also at work. Like, yeah. I feel like that's going to be, yeah. become normal place because you see with the, the the shootings that are going on and yes. like you said, whether it's people, you know, the rape or the sexual assault that's going on in our country, it's like we have a serious problem with mental health. Yeah. And I don't, I think it's, it's a point where it can't get just pushed under the rug like it used mm. to be. You know, it's like, it needs to be addressed. It, yeah, it's yeah. got to be addressed. And yeah. I hope it, it feels like it's getting to a place where people aren't being outcasted for if they're going through something or whatever. Like, I'm hoping that we get to a point where people don't feel embarrassed or they have somewhere that's very easy for them to access. I know they have the suicide prevention line or whatever, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm really hoping as a society we get to a point where people understand these are these are feelings that not only they're having, but other people around them or just other people are having mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. I don't know that. I mean, I obviously don't have a solution. I'm not going to try to have a solution, but it's just right. I just hope that we get to a place where society where people are, we're able to deal with these issues better. Yeah. Cause yeah, man. especially in the black community too. Cause like, and I, and I think one of the issues that I, that I've seen is that when you hear the word, like you said, when you hear the word therapy and stuff like that, you all make a think, Oh, you gotta be a loony to get therapy. Yeah. And stuff. It's like, that's not they the call case. them what? A shrink? They used to call yeah, therapists shrinks? Shrinks. shrinks. Yeah. yeah. Call, it gave you these negative connotations to them. And so it's not even the case. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not like you'd be surprised. And, and the thing is you don't, you don't understand. And you don't have to be depressed to go to a therapy. Right. Oh. You could just go there just just to get some shit off your chest. Like, yeah, I think just to get some shit off. Honestly, feel like everyone. I mean, not it's easier said than done. I mean, it's yeah, not free. <laughs> it's not free, but I feel like everyone should go to therapy. Honestly, yeah. Like, but they have all kinds. I mean, they have things where some people make the excuse that I can't make it because of timing. I'm like, they have things you can text now. Yeah. yeah. What's that one? It's um. The one that they're 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 always advertising on like podcasts. And yeah, stuff. so it's it's, it's text. It's Talkspace. Called, it's called Talkspace, and you yep. can text. You like you think you answer a few questions. I believe it is. I don't know exactly how it works. But it's like an app, whatever you use. And you, just, mm-hmm. you can basically just text and get shit off your chest, and they reply back and forth. I don't know how much it costs. Of course, we're talking about money again and yeah. stuff, but. Some, I mean, some things. And if you have, if you do have a form of insurance, you can get it through that, and it's, it's a lot cheaper for you and stuff. And I don't know. I guess I don't know, but I think the wave is to definitely teach people that it's not. 
crazy. Right. I, 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 don't even there, I thought about mm-hmm. going before just to just to get shit off my chest. I always got yeah. things on my chest I want to talk about yeah. or whatever. Same. Same. Yep. And I feel like for you probably you're a very good listener, so a lot of people are dumping their stuff off on you. That is and true. Then it falls yeah. up, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I, I definitely happen to get that happen a lot, especially at work. I get and it's often females I'm dealing with because I just work with a lot of females. Yeah. So yeah. that happens a lot. This isn't like a sexist thing. It's just I just work with a lot of females. <laughs> so it's just in the education side of how it is. And they, they have all kinds of things. And I'm a listener, so I'm going to listen to you. Like, okay, like while I'm working on a computer, really? And you have conversations, small talk, whatever. And then you start to get like, damn, like, ugh. And I come home to you and be like, nigga. And sometimes it be the cheese, man. You know, you like, nigga. Let me tell you. Oh my God. You like, let me get the tea. What's he about to be spilled? <laughs> like no, but um, it definitely I've, I've definitely considered it, and I'm like, and I have friends who are taking therapy, and they they enjoy it. They talk about all kinds of things, and yeah. and and the little thing, and they and they are, and the therapists are really good at letting you figure the shit out, like yeah, like leading you to the water so you can drink it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, y'all tell me if this is something we should or shouldn't talk about, but I was just gonna say like, do y'all have any like anytime someone told you something, or, like what's the craziest thing someone told you where you were just like. Someone open up to you, maybe. I mean, you kind of told us already. Yeah, my, my that's probably the craziest thing I could think. Of. I was like, holy cow! I know. I'll, I'll tell you what I was thinking, okay. and this is like this. This one isn't as as heavy, I think. But um, like I went out back when I was working security or whatever. There was this dude, like um, he was like um some kind of facilities something. He was a younger guy too, but he wasn't working at the call center. And he would kind of work around the facility and stuff. He was a cool, oh, okay. dude. Like a facility talk- manager or something like that. I wouldn't even say manager though, uh, but uh, I don't know what to call him. He wasn't like a janitor, but he was like in between a facility janitor and facility manager kind. He took care of the upkeep of the, like, the landscape. Yeah, okay. That's, called, a, that's called day porter, isn't it? Is that the same thing as a janitor? It's, it's, it's another term. Think about it. Just doesn't it might be that. But he was a younger dude, and we was like we kind of bonded because we would talk about rap. This was back in like. Hey. What year was that when all the young dudes, like the Big Shans and the Wizzes and all them, the Wale's, this 14? is when they were first. I was say, oh, yeah, oh, nine, that sounds better. Yeah. 14 sounds better. <laughs> this is when they were first coming up, and you know, it was the Dat Piff wave, and like, oh, this is a new stuff. Like, oh, yeah, this is like, it was like a new rapper, like every Ooh, month who these man. guys are the stars of today. And we were, you know, it was cool to put someone on to, you know, so and so. So we would be putting, you know, each other on the music or whatever, and he would like, he liked to rap too, so sometimes we'd just fuck around, we'd be freestyling and shit. <laughs> we would go trash, but you know, we would do it, and like we would be like walking around the parking lot talking and shit, just vibing out. And I don't even know how we got to this convo one time, but to make the, sh- the long story short, he ended up like coming out to me, and he was like, like he coming out of the closet. Okay, to make sure. Yeah, and I was like, I really didn't know. What, to, what say. to say? I heard it. Well, you the first person he ever came out to, or like? I don't think so. But he just like told me he was just kind of like uh, he like transitioned the story very well too because <laughs> we're talking about partying and stuff and like he crazy stuff we've done. Wow. We were like talking about crazy stuff we've done at parties or whatever, and he was just like <laughs> telling me how. <laughs> the look on your face is terrible right now. <laughs> he was telling me how one time he was just at this party and like he made out with a dude and like since then he's like he just likes dudes and I was like, I was like, all right, man, that's oh, cool. Okay. But it's just like one of those things. Like I keep going back. Like I don't know if I'm the best person to tell these things to. <laughs> I, mean, like, I really didn't know what to say. Yeah, I just, I it was like, very awkward for me, and I was just like, "Oh, all right, man." I mean, I thought like, that's you, cool. I thought you handled it right. It's like yeah. it was like, "Hey, I'm black." That's what's up. 
Like, <laughs> I, hit him with the, that's what's, I didn't hit him with the that's what's up. I was, I really didn't. I was just like, oh, okay, man. Um, I don't know. I was like, yeah, it, was, it was really cool. quiet. I was just like, oh, <laughs> like, I didn't know what to funny. say, you know? Let me explain that's cool because you can't. I thought like you shouldn't treat somebody like a uh, like an extraterrestrial. Like, oh, you're gay. Like, oh, how is it? Like, you have a better credit score right. now. And that's uh-huh. the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> you had a better credit score. Wow, really? You went up ten points. Like, no, but but do you? Uh, that is true though. Like, how do you? Because part of you is like, do I do I say? How do you? It's hard to react, like you said, because you don't mm-hmm. want to underreact and be like, oh, like, does he think I'm weird? And you don't want to overreact and exactly. be like, is he weird? Like, you know? That's what's up. That's, that's, that's like my favorite thing to say in certain situations. Just say, that's what's up. Everybody has, everybody has a thing, like, that's cool. Oh, yeah. word. That's, that's, a, a word. that's what's up moment. Yeah, oh, yeah sure. That's oh, what's word. up. Word. A word. Because <laughs> it's like, okay, everybody looking for acceptance in some way, shape, or form. And that is like a neutral acceptance of like, I accept you as you, as you are. Like, I'm yeah. not going to like sit here and bash you because, like, that's, that's what's yeah, up. Like, and, that's your, prior, that's your priority. Yeah, and to say that, I mean, we're still cool after that. Yeah, it's same, yeah. it was the same thing. Nothing changed. You right. said hang out with him and talk to him. I don't talk. Oh, to you a bad person? No, like, I don't talk to nobody from that job. As soon as I left, I was like, "Fuck all mm, y'all." Mm, I hated that job. No, you shade another you story. Shade. Throw shade on you like that? That's foul. That's another. That's another. That's another story for another podcast.